If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts, Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. In this super elevated episode <laughs> of what? Mind We took Pump. the elevator. For the first 58 minutes, we do our normal introductory current events conversation. Wasn't really that normal. It was a little off. off a little off, less off, normal. A little less normal. Mm. We it's talked. Less, I thought it was enhanced. Enhanced. We were talking <laughs> about uh, listening to mind pump episodes and our archives of fun conversations. Look, if you haven't gone back and listened to some of our old don't. episodes, yeah. don't. Yeah. Don't do it. It's, but if you do. I suggest oh, no. Yeah. It's a good time. Uh, we talked about stepping out of our comfort zones by appearing in video. Uh, Adam and I have uh, been doing some videos lately, and it's uh, it's uncomfortable sometimes. We talk a lot about the business in this one, so those yeah, you know, I mean, this is those of you that enjoy the behind the scenes. We're uh, you know very transparent about what's going on with us, our struggles with the business, the things that we've overcome. Like it's good stuff. Yeah, we know about the rapid changes taking place in the fitness industry, fast growth versus steady growth. I mentioned how I've been using uh, Organifi turmeric. I've actually been using it quite a bit lately because I've been pushing my workouts so hard. Now, the Gold Juice has it in there as well, or you could just take turmeric by itself. It's a very high-quality product. Uh, we are sponsored by Organifi. If you go to OrganifiShop.com, enter the code MindPump, you will get a big discount. Then we talk about the disturbing statistics from the smartphone generation. People have been calling it the iGeneration. That's a nod to Steve Jobs. Uh, we talk about grass-fed versus grass-finished beef. We had a barbecue at Adam's house with Butcher Box, probably the best quality meat. It was fantastic. I've had in a long time. And then we grilled up some bacon. Now, <laughs> we got a crazy hookup, by this the way. This place still smells like bacon. The hookup we have with Butcher Box, Joe Rogan doesn't have on his show. <laughs> You're <laughs> going to throw that there as fact, huh? Always. Uh, I, I like so. that. I, like I think that. so. No, this is a true story. It's true. If you go yeah, to right. butcherbox.com forward slash mind pump, here's what we've negotiated for you guys. Ready? You get free bacon, you get two ribeyes. You get $10 off and free shipping on your first order. So they threw everything at you guys. If you're not drooling, I don't know what's wrong with you. But the kitchen sink. Then we talk about tarantula burgers and cricket tacos. I'm now the, you just threw it up. I'm the least, <laughs> I'm the less pussiest of the group when it comes to that. Uh, I don't know. Is that, is that correct English, Justin? I, I think uh, in, in Adam's dictionary it is. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Libraries all day. Then we get into the questions. The first question was, how does cannabis, a.k.a. Mary Jane, Affect your workouts and recovery. We go off topic yeah. on that one. <laughs> the next, uh, the next one was <laughs> yes, we do. Yeah, is it possible to keep and build muscle if you add rest days and decrease your volume? So if you're working out super hard, doing all this crazy volume, and then you cut back, will you build muscle, or, or can you keep it if you've been overtraining, uh, especially? It was a good discussion there. Then we asked. Then we answer the question: Does hitting legs? actually inadvertently help you grow your upper body. Mm. There's a little bit of a, uh, like that's been going around for a long Is time, right? Is that true? Yeah. yeah, like if you do squats, your biceps will grow. As funny as that sounds, um, there's some truth to that. Find out in this episode. And finally, we answer the question, what is health? How do you know if you're healthy and can you be too healthy? Very philosophical question there. <laughs> you got like Aristotle, Socrates, you know, we brought everybody into the mix. On we that had one. some fun yeah. with that one. Also, this month, uh, listen, it's April, right? So you got May, you got April, May, then summer comes along. And one of the things about summertime that you can count on is that you'll probably have your shirt off, we'll be wearing a bikini, and people are going to look at your abs. 
And if you have nice looking abdominal muscles, oh, they're guys gonna, wearing bikinis too, huh? You're, yeah, you're gonna get a lot of good attention. Right. Now, here's the deal: we have a program called the No BS Six Pack Formula. It is a program just for your abs, just for your core. Normally, we sell that program. It's like fifty-seven dollars on its own. Right now, we're giving it away for free. We're giving it away for free if you enroll in any Maps bundle. Now, bundles are when we combine two or more Maps programs together and discount them by twenty to 30% off. Our most popular bundle is this super bundle, which includes the, the most important MAPS programs, and it's a year of exercise programming. So you follow one program, you move to the next one, you move to the next one. Workouts are always changing. Lots of video demos, blueprints. Uh, it's a year planned out for you. It's what we recommend to anybody that's getting started. I mean, that's yeah. the that's the go-to. If you're somebody who's looking for just general health, build some strength, burn some body fat. Everything. Everything. People want to be super, give them a super bundle. Now, if you want to you know be more I mean? specific, you can get enrolled in individual MAPS programs. If you want maximum strength and muscle, that's MAPS Anabolic. If you want to be able to sculpt your body and shape it like somebody who's a stage presentation athlete, bodybuilder, physique competitor, bikini competitor, that's MAPS Aesthetic. If you want functional strength, mobility, and stamina. If you want to be the ultimate athlete, that's MAPS performance. If you like to work out at home on your own without anybody around you with no equipment, or if you like to travel and work out, and you want to stay fit as you close deals on the road because you're an awesome salesperson. Yes, you are. Uh, that's MAPS anywhere. And finally, if you want to fix pain, correct imbalances, or get better movement, that's MAPS Prime or Prime Pro. And also, we recommend that to personal trainers very valuable tool for you and your clients. It's a must-have for trainers. You can find all of these programs at mindpumpmedia.com. T-shirt time! T-shirts. So we had 14 reviews, Hook and we're up. giving out four shirts. Cool. Look them up. Who gets the shirts, Doug? All right. It's T. Sam's Warrior Fitness Jacks, Katie Lauren 14, CJ Inscore, all of you are winners. Send the name I just read to iTunes at mindpumpmedia.com. Send your shirt size, your shipping address, and we'll get that right out to you. Yeah, Happy buddy. Happy birthday. Let's be honest. If we look back at the, what have we got? Almost 750 episodes. That is just. Or more. Where are we at now? That's a ridiculous catalog. Who's a, do you, are Justin, are you, are you still consistently consuming the shows? Not ours necessarily but i'm that's what I'm, i mean what? That's, who the fuck else am i talking about who the fuck else he's am like, I, talking? I mean he's like, like there's like a plethora of other ones he's but, like yes but not our show you're like yeah, i just yeah, asked yeah. you for considering <laughs> our show like, yeah like no our, like our specific no show. really uh, so i was uh talking to katrina the other day about this because she was kind of razzing me i'm the biggest fan obviously yeah. it, it's not even that you i think it, i i'm glad that you do i think it's important that somebody does right i think it that gives good feedback on things that are working or not working or that you enjoyed or you didn't. Yeah. I think, I think you, you can be, you can, I think you can listen. I only then. listen to me though. I fast forward. <laughs> <laughs> that I believe. dude. Actually. Yeah. So I listen to every episode, but I don't listen to the whole episode. I always though, listen to the, the intro. Yeah. Like the where we bullshit. I, I just listen to yeah our episodes, not with like the, uh, you know, when we interview somebody. Oh, I never, it's like, true. Nah. I have a tough time. I remember that. I haven't yeah, listened I mean, to a full qua in probably eighty to hundred episodes. Mm. Just because I'm with you on that, like I don't need to hear our answer on those questions because I already know what each of yeah. us would say yeah. to it. So it's it's less interesting to me. Unless what I do every it's a once in a while, a little bit like lip service. Uh, you and I get into like a really good debate, mm -hmm. you know, and or what I I've been I'm keeping not, score, but what I'm not. <laughs> I have a scorecard. Can we what get I'm not, we I'm need not a board sure. in here? 
Sometimes I'm not sure if it or, was good though. Yeah. You know, sometimes yeah, yeah, yeah. and so just a debate period. So sometimes I like to listen to that because I just want to see if I like articulated my argument well. You know, oh, and yeah. and or to hear your points again yeah, and like yeah. where you're coming from. So okay, I, I do like to listen to that every now. But I don't, man. I haven't. I rely on Katrina a lot. In fact, I get mad at her sometimes when she stops telling me like. Tell feedback. me about the show. Yeah, yeah my like, girl, my girlfriend listens to every single one, and I listen to the intros. Always listen to the intros because I think they're hilarious. <laughs> I have a good time. <laughs> You're like, yeah. well, I'm because so funny, ha ha ha. No, not no. You know what it is. You <laughs> know when you, you know what it is. Our, okay, my own jokes. a lot of a lot. Actually, all of the times we podcast with just us, it's to me, it feels like I'm hanging out with you guys, mm-hmm. and we're just having a great time. So if you're, you know, I think people can relate. Like, imagine when you're hanging around with your friends, you guys have funny, fun conversations. Don't you wish you could, like, oh, a, a few days later, be like, "Are you kidding? I want to listen to that conversation." Everybody, again. everybody in right. here has forgot some of the probably the best moments of like laughter and yeah. conversation that you've probably had. You've had so many over your lifetime now. Like I wished you could, you know, like a uh, black mirror where you could like re- re- go back and rewind. Uh, no, no, I don't want that. No. Bro, are you serious? You would, <laughs> Cause you wouldn't go back and watch the bad times. You would go back and you watch the good oh, you times. Just watch it. Yeah. And like zoom in. If you on had the an opportunity, Think about that. If you had something, which bro, we're getting close to this. Oh, this those is contact coming. lenses that record. Well, even that just not even that's first person view, Creepy. right? I'm talking about just in general, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think that's coming. It's going to be... People are going to have drones following them everywhere. Yes. Yeah. Just recording. Yeah. Dude, that's going to be weird. I Imagine watching back your drunk drone start videos. Mating. Like yeah. drunk videos. Great self-awareness like, though. How, yeah. how amazing will that be as a tool to like... I mean, if, imagine how much it's going to evolve us <laughs> when you have the ability... Like someone goes, hey bro, you were being an asshole. No, I wasn't. No, I just, yeah. Hold on. Watch the video? Let's oh, watch wow, this together. Let's watch yeah. this together. <laughs> see this <laughs> moment, See this look on your face right here? Like you know you're already going to be a dick before you even fucking say <laughs> okay, it. So, so, let's, like, so you can't bullshit yeah. me here, like yeah. right? Like, so, let's, let's, so let's talk about the positives and negatives of that technology. I think the positives, for me at least, is if I'm able to record and watch or... or view back my history, I think my argument win percentage will only go up. That's what I think. I think I'll be able to go back. <laughs> I'll go back to and be like, oh, you sure it was my yeah, fault? Yeah, you just find a new yep. angle. Oh, yeah. Looks like well, it wasn't. There's actually a lot of truth to what you're saying right now. That's why I think it's going to evolve us so yeah. fast. Imagine, imagine if you had the tool. It's really like it's a tool for self-awareness. When, like, we, when like have we ever had a NFL. tool? When have we ever had a tool really to develop someone's self-awareness? Like, well, think yeah. about that. What tools do we use I mean, you know, you could do, you could play back the video and if the person still argues, you could put it up on social media, have people vote and be like, looks like everybody says you're an asshole. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. The drunk playback will be, oh, imagine that the next day you- Nobody's going to drink anymore. Oh, imagine the that. next day you wake up, you're like, oh man, that that girl was hot that I made out with last night. You watch the video, you're like, oh was shit. Was she? She had four teeth. Think yeah. about think about uh, <laughs> think about studying for a test. Yeah, you know, go though. to lectures or go through questions and go back and reference like, oh, when you heard in the lecture. There's going to be a lot of positives, right? There will be, uh, but there's going to be a lot of there'll be some negatives. There's too. always there's yeah. always a cause and effect. But, because our, but what though? What's what's going to be so? Well, your psyche. I think the human psyche evolved in a particular in a particular way for the way we live. And if we make fundamental changes to how we perceive things or remember things. It's going to shake us up because a lot of people don't realize a lot of your memories are what you your brain creates around what actually happened. So when and they've done study after study on this, and the reason why they do studies on this is because they find that eyewitnesses are so unreliable many times. Well, they'll be oh, like, yeah. oh, he had red hair and he was really whatever. Then they'll watch the the, the surveillance video and like that's not at all what happened. Isn't that strange? Yeah, like you, something could literally just happen and then like whoever was watching it, they try and like dude, recite what just happened and it's sometimes it's completely not dude, accurate. You, forget that. Do you know how blind you are to shit that's right in front of you? 
There's this common, there's this very, very common uh, psychological test they'll do all the time in colleges and you can find it on YouTube. You can watch it on YouTube and they'll have uh, people passing a ball around and the goal is to count how many times the ball gets passed. So you're counting it, boom, boom, boom. And at the end yeah. of it, at the end of the video, they're like, okay, cool. Uh, you know, did you see the did gorilla? Did you see the monkey? Yeah. Yeah. And you're uh, like, yeah. the gorilla? Yeah. Then they play back the video, and while they're passing the ball, the gorilla literally yes. walks through the front of the video. because well, you're hyper-focused on a task. Like, you're, you're trying to, like, count, 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 you know, the ball bouncing. Just to show you how blind yeah. you are to yeah, shit that's oblivious happening. to right? the background. Yeah. Yes. Now, think about car accidents. Think about times when people, like, hit a car and, like, I didn't see you. You came out of nowhere. And it's like... Oh, yeah. Somebody, like, yeah, just, like, it, you know, going across the street, like, walking. Oh, my God. That's, you know, if, if you're not, like, super aware and, like, looking outside of that dude like the math that our brain does consciously is fucking insane to me oh it's ridiculous yeah. fucking insane you know to me. Uh, if you throw a baseball at someone just toss it and they catch it do you know the math that goes into predicting where it's going to land to catch like it's insane like creating a machine that could do that would require so much com like computer power yeah. i don't even know if we have a machine that can just catch something I don't like know. that. I've seen robots like jumping and running now, and that freaks me the fuck out. Do you, have you seen the video with the robot? It's like a humanoid looking robot, and then he's trying to pick up a box, and a guy keeps moving the box out of the way. So the guy keeps, and then they, and then they knock him over. Yeah, and he gets back up. So creepy. What was that Elon yeah. Musk uh, video or article you sent over to us just yesterday? What was that? Did I? Yeah. Or was that you, Justin? Who sent the? Who's? Oh, Doug, you Doug sent did. it. Yeah. What, what was the article? What was it, Doug? It's just that Elon Musk is warning against AI, and there's a video that apparently he oh, wants yeah. people to watch. Yeah. Was it like clickbait really bullshit? Or or was may, it, it may have been clickbait. I'm not sure. Oh, you didn't yeah, watch I've it? Yeah, I've heard that. I, I watched the he, uh, trailer. He has. <laughs> you, you read the cliff times. notes? Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Doug, did you, did you enter your email? Did you get, are you on their list now? I was am. It, was, it, was it a sales funnel? <laughs> he got targeted. Oh, man. So, uh, dude, talk about the, dude, talk about the sales funnels. Like, what a, what a process that has been for us, man. Like, uh it's been serious. There's been, if we talk about, we don't talk about the business that often uh, on air, but that what, talk about the growing pain process of that. Well, I think, well, yeah. what was a big, uh, a big, we're talking about cold traffic. Yeah. Now. Well, what was, what was a big growing, uh, just period was understanding how the different parts of the business are literally like, like an email list. That's like your, if you send them a, a, a newsletter every week and you do a good job with it, that's a newspaper totally different part of the business. Mm -hmm. No different than when a newspaper was, right? You send them a newsletter every single week and people read or whatever every day. Some of them, some people do it every day. Then you have the podcast. That's like a rate. That's like radio. Then you have YouTube. That's like TV. Mm -hmm. You have all these different mediums and there's more that I'm not even naming, right? There's all these different right, your blog articles that are going out every single day. Yeah. And all these things are, are, different and you have to develop them differently yeah, you can build different it. people consume the you know from those platforms so yep. it's yeah, a totally different audience we yep, have to yep. consider that's the media in mind pump media yeah but talk about this, the struggle for us personally on that learning that process oh, right it, right it, what people so actually click on <laughs> versus like what we want them to understand like right out of the gates right. it's yep. like yeah completely well like, I'll, I'll tell you what was a, what was a learning curve uh for me and i know for adam too because uh, me and adam are the ones primarily on the like the, the videos right that get people to want to get our guides or whatever or you know right. cold traffic I, I i have i know all of us are very very experienced in sales and i've uh, never a problem for me to talk about and communicate ideas and convince people that my ideas are good and i always believe in what i'm selling so that's that's not a problem but doing it on video for cold traffic or somebody who's never heard of me or anything like that so different right completely different animal so, so different and then you're being coached on what you should 
you know, mm-hmm. talk about. I'm like, no, that's not how I talk. You got to be relatable, you know? So it's, it's like, weird. yeah, you have to just really kind of act as if this is the very first impression you've ever had with that person. Oh, it's weird. Yeah. It's weird because it's it's different. Oh, it's, it's, it's really, so it's, different. Well, it's really different. I mean, it's been you know, talking to the, the marketing team and, and then like, trying to coach us through like this is the the order it should go in talk like this it's like what's it's trying to unlearn something that we've taught ourselves to do for almost 20 years you know like i've been learning and trying to improve on the art of communication and sales for a very long part of my life so and then to have to completely change that you know, stylistically, has been like fuck. Man. Well, it's interesting. I was with yesterday. Doug was recording me. And I'm just like, yeah. I was fucking getting hella bad, dude. If I, I had something around you. me, I was gonna. Oh, you can hear oh, me. I just, oh, so, you're getting oh, frustrated, yeah. Justin. Can I tell you something right now? Yeah, you need to be around for that. <laughs> it is the greatest thing. It's like, like payback. No, what it fuck is? Fuck you, bro. First of all, I don't. I, I, I try not to be around you because I know if you see me, it makes you more. I, yeah, I can feel your energy. You're gonna, take, you're gonna take them off. We're all like that. Balance. So I go in here. I don't want I go in here in the studio, which is a bomb proof soundproof studio just so everybody knows <laughs> doors closed and I don't hear what's going on except for when Adam gets pissed and he starts yelling yeah, yeah. fuck blah blah yeah. like oh my god uh, this is great uh. so I told so I told Jessica that yesterday to make her feel better because she was she was nervous doing because she's doing some some videos and stuff with us and she's super nervous and she's like oh my god I suck and she really doesn't she's actually very very good especially when you consider she has zero experience and it's Talking to a camera is a totally different animal. It's totally different. Yep. So she's like so frustrated and she's like, you guys are naturals and this is so easy. And I don't know. Like, no, no, no. Yeah. You understand? Like, I said, you see your Adam get so mad. Absolutely not. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, it's not, it's not, it's, there's nothing natural at all. Well, about none looking of us, and talking none of us got into this with that intent at Think all. About that. At all. That wasn't even on the radar. Like when we were first doing this. And the idea of what we were building, we were, it was it was always about the podcast, yeah. or everything around it. So, well, we knew we would have to. It's just we've never done it. So never you don't know what it. to. Yeah, you don't know what to. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. the first when when so you just fucking wing. Well, it. when Doug and I when we did maps the first time, I was writing a book. I was gonna write a book. So I'm like, I can write a book. I'll put it together in a book. It'll be cool. And Doug's like, No, no, no. He goes, You're gonna be on video. And I, I remember thinking like, No, I'm not gonna be on video. What are you talking about? I've never done that before. He goes, That's how we're gonna do it. we're gonna do it on video. That's how we did it. But I had no idea what the fuck I was doing, what was going to happen. I love, your, I love your old videos. Yeah. Your old video? I mean, that was what I literally, if it, it wasn't, how funny is that? Had you not sent that to me, we may have never connected. That's true. We may have never You're connected. You're like a lot more trustworthy and like youthful. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna be honest. That's when I comb my hair to the yeah. side. I yeah. dyed it so it's like dark. I had, had to tell you though, like you're so edgy now. Yeah, yeah. it was well, the I, it was the first. Hotter? Am I hotter? At that point for I mean, me, I would think so. Okay, thanks. Yeah, at that point so. for me, it was the first real lead magnet that I had seen, literally on the internet. That I was like, fucking, someone giving really solid, yeah. good information, not just a oh, let's click you sell you because you guys weren't even there yet. Yeah. You were just showing me the maps anabolic video. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the message that you were putting out there, I was like, fuck, this is this is money. And it was so well done. Yeah. I, I wanted to talk to you because I wanted to know who did it. Yeah. That's like what that's how Doug brought- has time to do shit. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. like he's like coming up with all these covers for muscle magazines and like Dude. getting all artistic. Oh, in I it. know, right? Yeah. Oh, I he think, loved every second yeah. of it. One yeah. of the biggest struggles right now within the company is also is being able to relieve Doug to do the things that I think he's best at and that he loves the most. 
but we rely on him so heavily for all this other stuff that yeah. you know that's it's, it's, the it's growing- a compromise like all the way across the board you know it's like you just know what has to get done and yeah. like the it doesn't speed help. at which we got to produce it now is on such another level it's crazy well it, it, it doesn't it doesn't help either he's a motherfucker when it comes to letting go of shit too, <laughs> right? you know what I'm saying once he gets his dicks his hands into it you know what I'm saying uh, yeah. which is totally opposite of like Sal and myself like we're in he's the business of delegating control, bro. like that's what <laughs> yeah it's like okay I'm like, but- oh you're good at that <laughs> yeah you do that yeah. <laughs> I'll focus on this thing over here <laughs> but you know it's uh it's funny when we when we first started doing those i was thinking because fitness uh at least uh, in mainstream fitness is sold like they're talking to a bunch of idiots always all in fact i constantly people I have, still to this it's day so condescending it's true still to this day to this day the biggest well we have to dumb down all of our titles just to get people to fucking watch to pay Listen, attention you're, yeah. you you nail it i forget if it was yesterday or the day before where you're like you know, when when we're talking about specialty and and people have like all this terminology that's like very specific to you know whatever sport it is or whatever like modality it is or whatever, and then they get more and more like like quality control about it. Their audience shrinks, 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 shrinks all the way down to where on the other end, you know, we're even getting our ass kicked by all the 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 Joey Schwoles of the world that like dumb it down to the complete dumb. Well, right. here's what I think. I think it's I think we all we've all talked about this i think the market is, is changing the consumer let me tell you something right now well i hope for people I, the I average hope, client I hope now we're the catalyst for that well i the, believe we are the average client today the average person today is more educated and smarter in regards to health and fitness they just are and it's because of the internet there's more information that's out there now and shit gets spread quick very quick dude three years ago three years ago that's that's a blink of the eye three years ago if you said uh, eating small meals throughout the day is bullshit, 99% of everybody in fitness and health would laugh at you, okay? Yeah. Three years later, if I say that in a room full of fitness professionals, most of them will agree with me. There'll be a few of them, outliers, who aren't keeping up to date and will be like, no, small meals burn more. And everybody will be like, actually, no, that's bullshit. That's in three years, dude. Yeah. Shit has never changed that fast in fitness up, up until relatively recently. So I think being... <laughs> Assuming that your audience knows we've a little more, we've been a thing for three years too. That's weird. Say what? Yeah. <laughs> Justin said we've no, been a thing for three years too. I think we just see it. You know what Super I mean? weird. Yeah. No, we've said that. You always. see it and are just hitching, yeah. hitching a ride. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, exactly. Grabbing onto the coattails of, of where things are going. <laughs> yeah. But it's true, and I think the average consumer is more educated, a little smarter, and wants to be. And the other thing too is you want to consider the industry of fitness on a broad scale has really only been around for. I don't know, 30 years, maybe 25 years. Before that, there wasn't huge marketing. It wasn't a big moneymaker. It wasn't a big thing. It's only really been relatively, it's a newer market, my point. It's a newer market, but it's been around now for long enough to where people now are starting to see the like before and afters. And like you tell people, hey, if you see this ad that says this person lost 30 pounds in a month and most people now will be like, yeah, that's, that's probably yeah, bullshit. Yeah. Do, 25, do the math quickly. 25 years ago, people were like, oh, shit, that's crazy. That looks awesome. So I think it's that's the other part of it is people are now kind of sick of the old stuff a little bit, and they're seeing the old tricks, and so it becomes a little bit more visible, and that's better Well, you for saw us. the reaction once people found out like some of these Instagram models were using Photoshop. Like It was oh. like pandemonium. Like, what? Yeah, like yeah. There was people coming with 
torches and pick. That know, was the beginning torches. of the fall of shreds. That's it was that yeah. when that got caught up. When their athletes got caught up doing that like crazy. And you know what? The, and the, the rumor was that it was coming from above and was being taught within the company because mm-hmm. so many are doing it. Yeah. And they tried to, you know, they tried to put out a video to say that. Well, they were literally trying to model kinda, like the magazines. That, the magazines like the ultimate like airbrush like photo. They've been doing that for decades. That's why you can't yeah. really get mad at them. I mean, he was following a model like that. I mean, it literally yeah. is exactly that. It's a hundred percent exactly like it's, that. It's yeah. not you, that the model didn't change public the, perceptions. Public perception, change. yeah. And that's what I'm trying They're to like, say right you now. You tricked me. Yeah. Yes. That's why it was interesting to see the reaction. I thought. Yep, that's what I'm trying to say right now. That's why the like fake airbrush perfect is falling out of style. Real, raw, uh, authentic connect is becoming more. You think we have less or more popular. accountability ourselves personally on that? Uh, what do you mean? Like you know, like do you do we are we holding ourselves accountable for making that like decision to go buy a product like that, or are we quick to, quicker to blame others now than what we were before? Oh, um, I don't know. It's a good question. I think <laughs> with social media, social media is such a it's such a interesting reflection of people's behaviors because you can dislike, like, unfollow, follow very quickly, and so you see. It's like such a fast, like I have never in my life experienced yeah, without or seen, even reading what the person wrote. Dude, before, <laughs> before social media and before tech, smartphones in particular, because smartphones just took it to a new level in terms of access. Before that, like for a celebrity to rise to stardom and then crash, there was a longer period of time bet- between that. Oh, yeah. Now it's like, boom, you're at the top. Boom, you're fucking nobody. Fast, like like that fifteen minute, you know, they'd say your fifteen minutes of fame mm-hmm. is like five minutes now. Yeah, if in, in in the public, and it can change so quickly. I think it's because people have more power to like, like, yeah. dislike, I like you, not like. It's like old like gladiator, like you know, live, <laughs> die, you, know, you get thumbs yes. up, thumbs down, like. It's, Dude, we've literally, literally like resorted back do, to that. Do you think we're going to see that? You, guys, you think we're going to see this like rapid turnover of like Instagram stars that like you you see explode, blow up? Everybody, uh, don't you see it now? It's crazy how like people on the top now are, are will, will crash and burn faster than you can even. And look at on Twitter. Look at celebrities on Twitter. Like old. What I mean by uh, when so I say old celebrities, like this old is media. What, I, I, this is why I think it's so important. And we when we talk the business stuff, like this is why when I talk to somebody about how like slow for us it feels extremely slow right like maybe yeah. from an outsider looking in they think it's been fast because maybe you fell into mind pump you didn't hear anything about him then all of a sudden hell of people talked about him around your circle or something whatever but for us it's been a super slow grind and when you look at like how little all of our pages on everything but everything across the board because we've just been doing it organically and i think the right in my opinion the right way mm-hmm. yep. and i think when you chase after just the fame or blowing up really really fast you do it with the the cheap tricks and yep. the shit and it's really hard to build a a sustainable business that's going to Yeah, there's you. like no retention in it. Yeah, you there don't have no a base. Retention. You yeah. don't have a solid base. Yeah. It's like building a house as fast as you can without having a solid They're very foundation. very fleeting, right? Yeah, yeah. one of the worst things that you said this a long time ago and I completely agree. One of the worst things that would that could have happened to us early on is if we exploded out of nowhere without a strong well, we're not ready without right yeah right? I, I mean that was we i remember this was a conversation we had back and forth all the time and you'd be like you guys we were one day it's gonna be like a hockey stick you know they everyone talks about the hockey yep, stick yep, and then yep. it explodes for us and i'm like you know what bro i don't want that to <laughs> yeah. happen i'm, I'm scared like to death. Out if that, if that yeah. fucking happens yeah we might make 10 million dollars but what it goes through my head it should have been a hundred million dollars right. like, you know what i'm saying like that's we're gonna miss all of this wave you know because we didn't have because yeah. we wouldn't have a substan- we wouldn't have the 
the foundation built for it to be a thriving business that will forever forever keep going yeah, and because we're that, providing so much value to people's lives. You'll you'll never unsubscribe to Netflix. You know why? Because it fucking provides so much value to you, mm-hmm. whether it's whether it be laughter or enjoyment. With yeah. it, you know what I'm saying? Like, but, no, but in, in even another side to that too is sometimes that fast growth happens faster than you're prepared for. Dude. And it actually crushes you. I have a perfect example of this. And this is when I was actually running a, uh, a boot camp. And I was doing it through the facility. I was using also the personal train. And I had a partner at the time that was, you know, he was doing sort of the marketing and online marketing for me. And I was just going to run the camp for him. I remember this. And um, so what we did, like, just, you know, this is right when Groupon came into play and became a thing. And uh, we just decided, okay, you know, let's try this out. And and put an ad out there and like give people basically undercut what our current members were paying uh, with some like ridiculous deal. And it, it like drove a gajillion people wow. at one time and did not like, I was, I literally, I had like it's such a hundred people thing to do for a small business yep. for like one guy. And I, I was calling my friends that were trainers to come help. And, and, and what they, ends up happening is they get a bad. It experience. killed the business. Yeah. yeah, it killed. It literally killed. And I, I told them like I don't want to keep like I, I can't put my name on this. You know the, the quality control isn't there. Like all these people, uh, like people loved it. They loved just because like I tried my best to like make it an experience. You taught it a hundred percent. I was doing the fucking best I could, dude. And, it, and I just had so much what, like you climb anxiety. Up a tree? <laughs> yeah, I was like running around. I had them all in these different stations, and it was it's pandemonium. Like, it's dude. ridiculous, dude. Yeah. And then the rate that you get, you like yeah. you get such a small percentage when everything literally washes, cannibalizes. It the whole just business. devalues what you provide. I remember running boot camps at the same time, and in the area that I was at, there was a ton of other boot camps that were there and I saw the writing on the wall right away with it I'm like this is awful this is going to cannibalize my business if anything it was a huge mistake and so everybody it would be funny because all of us boot camp run, guys that ran boot camps and girls that ran boot camps would talk to each other about what everyone's doing and I'm like nah I'm and you were watching me grow mine and it was like I had 10 then 12 then 15 then 20 it was real slow natural gradual. growth but yeah, yeah exactly and that what that allowed me to do it allowed me to see things that I needed to implement and then I got to a point where I had enough boot camps where I could no longer could do it myself it properly, now I could hire someone to do it now i've implemented like a structure to what the system you know all that stuff like it, and then i watched matters these, dude oh they all died yeah. all i watched all of them die and it was like dude it was it was really sad because they didn't see it and it could turn into this hustle of mm-hmm. dropping rates and prices and i was continuing to increase my rates on what mine was because i was providing dude, more talk value. about a mm-hmm. talk about a segment of the fitness industry that we saw explode and then pfft. Boot camps. Yeah, boot camps was a thing for a little while. Mm-hmm. It still, it still is. Now they're like, but way not. I mean, like they've it evolved. It's it's more like a group class, like it, you know, with equipment and stuff. It's not like the boot camp where you just you know, willy nilly go to some park and you know just hope you flood it with people. It's it's definitely not as big as it was, or at least not as popular as it was. I, I, there was a period there. It, was it the, felt like everybody. Was it doing was it. the answer to the we we got to be. I mean, I I got to work during the before and beginning of the dot-com era, you know, and then watch the rise. And what it was like, then it became this thing, like, especially in California was 
it was the cool thing to have a trainer. Like, so anybody who made good money and in the Silicon Valley, dude, it was all over the place. So everybody had a trainer. They got used to that lifestyle and being cool and saying, I got my trainer. And then it became, I can't really afford my trainer because everyone's dot com shit started to crash. Everybody was losing Mm -hmm. money. Mm -hmm. So it was the closest way that you could still say, I got a trainer. That's kind of like my, he's my trainer because he helps me and five other ladies or, you know what I'm saying? Like (laughs) that was, that was your way of feeling. And you're paying a quarter of the price, you know? And so, and it was smart for trainers because it's like, Oh, now, I can convince these people just to spend 200 bucks a month on me or 300 bucks a month and I'll see them four at, or five times a at week. At first, you just go to a park, take these people, and then eventually the park started getting a little wise on it. I'm like, no, you got to pay. Oh, yeah, you yeah, can't you got to pay for permits oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and all that stuff. Because oh, otherwise, yeah. it was getting crowded. I remember that. It, got, yep. it became a thing there yeah, for a second. Yeah, dude, the city cracked down. Dude, speaking of technology, my so my son went to this high school... Um, like what? What is it? Where they tour the kids who are about to go there or whatever? Anyway, uh-huh. so he would check it out, and then he got one of the newspapers there. And I'm reading this article on this book called iGen. So there's a book. So iGen, I like iPhone, I generation, mm-hmm. and it talks about the smartphone generation and the statistics surrounding it. I have never seen this this data before, but what they do is they show um, statistics with millennials on uh, particular parameters like hanging out with friends, getting a driver's license having sex, like all that kind of stuff. And they draw a line from when the iPhone was released in 2007. Holy shit. Oh, I if I show crazy. you these graphs, Can I would see it. Can yeah, yeah, pull it I want to see, see it. Doug, if I, if I forward you all of these, uh, all of these pictures, just can you put them up on contrast. the screen? Can you put them on? All right. Cause you literally see, did you just interrupt Doug's shopping? Uh, is that what's going on there add to cart he's on prime right now what are you doing Doug you interrupt your shopping what are you you ordering you do need that drone so oh are you showing us the article oh yeah no that's the that's the book that's the book so uh, I'm I'm messaging you are you reading this book no 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 these pictures were taken from the newspaper which took them from the book so this this article in the newspaper was I guess this speaker went to this high school and did this this talk and went over all the stuff with the kids. But the data, and hopefully when Doug gets it, you should be getting it uh, sent to you via text pretty soon, Doug. When you get it, post it up there because it's like the craziest, uh, the craziest, starkest thing I've ever seen in terms of you can see clearly what happens after the iPhone is uh, released. So pretty, pretty cool stuff. So we'll wait yeah, till he pulls yeah, that up. It's still, it's flying. He's, in the, like in the airwaves. He didn't, he didn't get anything <laughs> right now. Oh, he should be getting. Yes, anything. I want to see how crazy is it that is it that you're making bro, it sound like it's fucking ridiculous, bro. Why it's does like technology feels so slow right now. It's yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're talking about like how awesome it is. So like the first one, the first one is not hanging out with friends, and this is between eighth, tenth, and twelfth graders. Uh, not getting a driver's license, uh, dating, less sex. There's a, there's a few of these that are. Uh, I want to read this. Yeah, I Jen's the book. Yeah. Anyway, um, in terms of uh, cool breakthrough stuff, I'll tell you guys about something else while Doug's trying to get that. Um, so I started experimenting with uh, turmeric, taking a lot of turmeric. So you know, Organifi sends us all those uh, other all other products. I haven't taken turmeric in high doses, and when I say high doses, I'm taking uh, about eight capsules uh, a day of it. Great for and, inflammation. Well, right? you know, I you guys know I've been changing my workouts. I'm trying to go outside of my comfort zone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've been doing heavy. I did the other day. I did uh, 365 pound uh, trap bar farmer walks for 50 yards oh, for yeah. speed, which and is just like hoofing it too, bro. Not, that's yeah. all. That's a whole different. You ever have you done <laughs> some monster, dude? Have you done farmer walks with like that much weight? How much? 365. With the trap bar. With the trap bar. 
I don't know if I've tried to do that before the trap bar. I've done it, heavy with the trap bar. It before. feels it's, like it's a monster. Well, when you have that much weight, you have to like every step. You have to be very careful because I'm like, oh, I could totally fuck my knee up yeah. if I step wrong on this. But anyway, I'm doing all these different workouts. I'm getting really sore. So I started about four days ago taking uh, the turmeric for the Organifi turmeric, and I'm taking it with fish oil, uh, which I normally take, and uh, because I know f- it helps it helps your body absorb it. And dude, like significant difference in in soreness and stiffness. I feel way looser. Very interesting. So I looked it up mm-hmm. on examine.com and the evidence on how effective turmeric is for, or curcumin, which is the active ingredient on inflammation is actually mm-hmm. better than I thought it was. I thought it wasn't. I've heard that like forever. Everybody always mentions turmeric and, um, you know, I, that's interesting that, uh, yeah. So it's validated through examine, huh? No, it's legit. So I think something like turmeric might be an effective, especially for uh, if you're feeling anxious or de- or you're feeling kind of down, because sometimes that can give you a sign that you're, there's inf- too much inflammation in your brain, stiff joints, or if you're pushing your workout so hard that you're teetering on that edge, like I am, of mm. overdoing it and doing the right amount. So, are, so you, are you using it like, uh, you know, that old study with uh, like ibuprofen and you know how like... Uh, some of the athletes that were taking it going into uh, the workouts actually didn't have as, as great of gains as the person that uh, kind of went through it. And then that's a good point because, but the problem, the difference is ibuprofen and, and NSAIDs inhibit inflammation uh, from a completely different pathway. I mm. think what turmeric is doing is it's bringing, it's bringing inflammation down to normal healthy levels. I don't think you could like depress it below that with something like turmeric, but still it's just a natural herb but still inflammation is is a signal so i'm using it now because i know i'm pushing my body on the line so i think i'll benefit from it if i'm working out like super easy and stuff like that i mean there's there's definitely health benefits but i don't know if i'd be taking eight capsules a day for inflammation so yeah looks like you got them up doug can you enlarge that picture right there is that anyway. is that line that two that's so you see that line going two thousand seven when the iPhone was yeah so do you see that that line that oh, goes yeah. that goes through just takes a total dive so are, that's hanging not hanging out with friends so the percentages on that and I can I can pull up the percentages are tell me the numbers that looks uh, like a so, fucking cliff uh, oh it does. bro it does look like bro the iPhone was released in two thousand seven and the amount of people the times per week teenagers go out with their friends right. It was up to almost three times a week in 1976, took a little bit of a dip in 1980, but then it, it remained around 2.7 till like 2006. At this point right now, it's down to 2.3 for 12th graders and 10th and 8th graders. It's down to less than two times per week. That's after the iPhone was released. Wow. The, yeah. The, the next one, driver's license. This is a big one. Uh, percentage of 12th graders who, who drive. In 1976, it Whoa. was yeah. Man. In 1976, it was like 85 percent, and then it got down to about oh shit. Less sex is on there. We're having less sex. Less sex. Well, oh, yeah, you're not man. going out as much, bro. Yeah. That totally counters your argument on the. Oh, I made- knew that statistic. I, I knew that. I, I just thought that sex was becoming less meaningful. But in terms of amount of sex and all that stuff, well, you would less- you would you would think those would be correlated. Did if it's your if you're maybe yeah you, maybe why wouldn't they be? It makes. I don't know. I'd have to dive deeper. If you're into being that, more but. promiscuous, you would be out having more sex. Yeah. Like, well, I, if you viewed it less meaningful, yeah, or if you just have less opportunities, or if there's just right. porn. Are we talking about volume? Yeah. You know I mean? yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so check this out. Driver's license. Eighty-five percent of kids in twelfth grade had uh, a driver's license, um, and 
that went down to almost to about 75% so far. So 10% drop like that right away. Wow. Less dating, let's see, and less sex. Thank I mean, you, crazy. iPhone. Yeah. It's crazy yeah, what it's doing. So you guys know the experiment I'm doing? Well, it's, it's, it's the natural progression if Ready Player One is where we're heading. Oh, my God. It, when, it looks a lot like Oh, that. look at the sleep one. Look, look at that sleep one. I got to pull that one up. Where'd you get that one? Is that? You sent it. Oh, yeah, I know I sent it. But Oh, more likely to feel lonely. Depression is on the rise big time. That's kind of scary. Not like, oh, look at this. Less likely to get per- enough sleep. Percentage of 8th, 10th, and 12th graders who get less than seven hours of sleep most light nights. In 1991, it was 25%. In 2005, it was, it looks like about 33%. Today, 40%. Wow. You know what's funny? I wonder, hmm, I wonder how much of a contribution this is, this is because the, the mental health of, of kids in this of age. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, how terrible. important are your, your relationships with others? The way you start to share, play toys, communicate, yeah. all those things. How could that yeah. not impact you later in life? You're talking, and, about, and losing you're talking about some of the most formative years of, of, uh, of the brain is happening between like seven and fucking 12. Well, no, this is eighth, eighth grade up to 12th grade, so they're a little older, but still, the brain is still developing. It yeah, no, up. but I'm saying that th- that's now impacting those young of yeah. minds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, oh, I mean, yeah, this study right. is showing these age, but those young of minds are already being impacted by all Bro, of this technology. I never see a kid out without, with parents, with their kid, without the kid having some kind of Oh, I know. Device in front of them. People literally are walking crosswalk, like looking at their phone. So, so me and me and Jessica did this experiment, and my ex-wife was she's on board with it. Where we told our kids that they get a maximum of the whole week four hours of electronic time total per kid. So, there's a couple of things I want to achieve with this. One, I want I want them to learn how to sacrifice and save, which they can do. So, if they want like a weekend where they spend four hours watching TV and playing video games, they can sacrifice all week for that. So that's cool. But the other thing too is I think they're just, even if you don't, even even though I'm kind of aware of it, because it wasn't structured, for sure my kids were on too long. For sure. Anytime that I wasn't with them or whatever, that's what they chose to do. So we said, okay, let's make it four hours, which by the way, my son had a big, big problem with. We had to have this long discussion with, and he's like, why are you punishing me? I'm such a good kid. And I'm like, this isn't a punishment. And so I had to go on this whole thing. But we, we looked at their behavior, like, you know, how often were they doing their responsibilities? How were they doing their schoolwork? How they were interacting with each other, with us? Dramatic oh, I bet. improvement. I bet. Yeah. It's, it's actually, it makes me feel terrible I know. because of before. I feel terrible. Now, that- do, you think, do you think it's this crazy, like, in the Midwest, or do you think we live in a very accelerated place? Oh, no, I, I think it's, it is. I think it's bad everywhere. Yeah. It is what? It's just as bad anywhere you go now just because of the access. You really think so? You really think it's like... I think there's a lot of like bubble tech stuff we talk about, you know, being in the Silicon Valley here, but like everybody has a phone. So yeah, they're all interacting with it the same exact way. Well, let me ask you this, Adam. When you were... Because you grew up out in the sticks compared to me, right? right? right. Because I grew up here in San Jose. So you grew up out in the sticks. Imagine if you were 13, 14, 15... You know, or eight, nine, ten, whatever, yeah, in the I already, sticks I already today. Know, I already know where you're going, tech. and I would probably, I would, I would bury myself. It in would have my been room. more. Yeah. I'm thinking because there's less. I mean, we to had do. tech then. Right. It's is it really that different? Because tech then was like the video games, right? Yeah, but it wasn't. It is. It different. wasn't the same. Yeah. yeah well, course, but I mean, there's just the, everything's. On every here. generation's going to say that, right? The generation yeah. 20 years from now will look back at the the tech yeah, now yeah. and go like, oh, that's just not the same. Oh, but, but kids are way more on it. It was. 
it was it was just as addictive. I could I mean I've admitted playing around the clock with my friends. I mean I remember right. not sleeping at all. Going from you know we literally literally we used to line the room with Pepsi and pizza, and we'd be fucking going from eight p.m. all the way till six a.m. the next morning. I think back morning. then it wasn't an appendage. You know no, it mean? wasn't. Like, well, that's where it, that now that's the part that's scary. That's what's scary. If me. I had that same fun in my pocket. You right. know what I'm saying? Because that was so much fun. It, not only exactly what it is. Bro, it's yeah. not only video games. It's videos. It's social media. It's texting with my friends. It's whatever you want, right? Whatever you want that can Well, this is why that, that book that you, you used to tease me all the time about bringing up all the time, why it was such a powerful what, read the name of it? Irresistible. Oh, who wrote that? Yeah, Adam <laughs> Adler. Okay, thanks. Oh, my God. I have <laughs> we'll heard that in a while. We'll put that in the show I'm so notes. glad. We're gonna, we should make it. It's because they, they cover, so they cover all of this. Yeah, it's, yeah. All in the, it's all in the book. It's such a great read for anybody who's even interested. If you're tuned out, you don't give a shit about this conversation and move along. But if you, if you are even interested in this conversation, that book's a must read, man. Well, the way I look at it is this. I noticed a big enough change in my kids that it terrified me because of how long before that I didn't do that because they're literally different children and they're not bad kids they've always been great kids but they're more interactive with each other they're laughing they're being more creative they're super respectful less irritable like it's they go to bed and they go to sleep easier like it's it's and they weren't crazy users like I, I know a lot of kids are. Mm -hmm. So it's made me have to self-reflect. And even now, my kids and Jessica will point how, how often I'm on my phone. So I'm trying to make a difference there. Here's the thing. If you have kids, this is the processed food issue of this generation. Yes, It's the same thing it was for us with processed foods where people didn't really understand the they, we kind of knew it wasn't good, but well, it wasn't that a, big of a deal. A good, that's a good fucking... Yeah. 100%. Because yeah, like everybody it. eats, right? And at this point, it's like everybody has a phone. No, it's like, a, you know, it's it's part of the it's, ritual. It's the same thing. When we were kids, parents, you know, they kind of knew processed food, sugar, probably not good, but it wasn't that big of a deal. So kids were just breakfast processed food, lunch processed food. Hot pocket It this, was sodas. Yeah. It was hot pockets. It was that. moon pies. It was, you know, sugar all the time and eat as much as you want, no limits. Now parents are more aware because now we've had a couple generations and now parents are actually paying attention to right. what their kids are eating much more than when we were kids. Right. Today, the same issue is or similar, but with what a great, we need boundaries. What a great metaphor, bro. Yeah. That's, that's fucking so on point with that. Oh, I think I 100% get on board with that and agree with that's what's where we're heading with that. I think our kids, like my kids' kids, we'll they're going to be more we'll look strict. back and be like, are you fucking kidding me? We yep. used to let our kids just yep. fucking carry their phones oh, around. Yeah. Absolutely. Because of, that's, I mean, there, it's, it's, they in the book they talk about how it's arguably more addictive than like drugs and cocaine and it's because we've normalized it because it's it is and it, the negatives aren't so obvious yeah. you know what i mean it's not like you're like oh you're definitely doing too much heroin how do you know well you passed out and you were drooling on the floor like you're using too much tech what does that look like uh right you know, I'm maybe more subtle to see um if I know, like, and, like people are are buying more of these, like, like Apple watches, and it's actually becoming a little bit more of a relevant thing, just because of they actually have, like, if they believe the third generation, you can actually take calls. You don't even need your phone, uh, you know, in proximity. You can actually start to take calls directly on your watch. Wow! And so it's like, you know, I could, in fact, then you know, sever the tie to like. You know, if I get a phone call, now I'm on the phone, now I'm looking at Facebook. You know, it like it almost like starts that whole process where you get like consumed because you're you're on this box that like has fucking everything. So I I don't necessarily think that's gonna make a huge impact in the change. What I what I see that's happening with tech is there's there's three phases and we've seen with each phase 
a dramatic increase in, in usage. The first phase was a home computer. So now computers existed before that, but now you have this box in your house that's this computer, and computers are obviously powerful and can do all these things. That dramatically increased the amount of time people were on technology or in front of a screen. Then, the, then it stayed stable, though, for a while. I mean, it was growing, but it wasn't exploding until it became uh, mobile, which is your cell phone, and then it became, well, now this is an accessory. Now my phone is like a purse or like anything else where the way it looks, and the, this is why iPhones do yeah, so well. Yeah. I mean, the reality is like now, I can, iPhone tech isn't as, typically as good as like Samsung or. I, I, mean, I could argue some of the stats on there as far as the relationship building too, though. Like, I think it's improved. There's some things that have really improved that. Oh, like, for sure. I have the. Ability- I'm just saying the usage. Yeah, you know I know, what I mean? no, I know. And I think the next phase is going to be when it's a part of your body. That'll be when forget about it, and and that's coming, dude. That is yeah. so coming. We'll, we'll we'll do it. Well, it's it's what we do always, right? We're gonna we're gonna push the boundaries as far as they can until we start to see. Oh shit! Okay, that was a little too far. Like that's now it's, it's, it's causing more more damage than it's helping. It's uh it's interesting because I I think it's gonna pose uh the, like the next big massive problem for humanity to figure out. We talked about AI earlier with that video from Elon Musk, like. Technology is so powerful and has benefited us so much that we we almost assume it can't do anything bad mm-hmm. or that there's nothing wrong with it. Right, because we created it. And this is going to be a lesson that we learn. I just hope we survive this lesson, but it could be a lesson that's learned in a terrible way. I mean, who knows? You know what I mean? Who knows what that's going to be like? But I don't know, man. Imagine being the guys that are making the decisions to make these things addictive, dude, and you know it. <laughs> Like, yeah. how do you go? Like, I wonder how they, hard that. I think hard, a lot of them lie to themselves. Have to. I think you're lying to themselves. Or yeah. you're evil. You yeah. know what I mean? Right. But I think you lie to yourself. Well, you it's think. back to the, the processed food thing. You know, it's like, like they're uh, scientists that, that helped make it more addictive must have felt the same thing, yeah. right? Like, they're like, oh, we're getting them to, you know, that flavor is so powerful. It's going <laughs> to just really hit their palate and, oh, <laughs> we're going to get them. You know, <laughs> like, like, you evil bastard. Yeah, well, yeah. I think at the same time, they, I, I, I don't think, I want to think they're not evil like that. Because no, yeah. Right, I, I think they're joke, thinking, but, yeah. I think they're thinking, I think oh, it's it, so easy to, it's so convenient. You know, it's going to add long shelf life and moms are going to love this because they don't have time to feed their kids sometimes and you know, sure, that kind of stuff. Sure, Because yeah. that was a big one. That was a another, I mean, uh, part of that whole processed food revolution was the um, percentage of uh, of moms that went to work really started to go up. And so it drove processed food on top of it. So not only mm. is processed food so tasty and whatever, you had a lot of moms going back to work, l- less time. So now let's, it's like, a, it was a perfect storm, right? Speaking of processed foods, yeah. you said something when we were cooking up the bacon the other day about uh, the bacon being a process. How processed is bacon? So bacon, I didn't, I didn't bacon realize. can be minimally processed, but it's always, it's, it's almost always like seasoned or smoked or, you know, in a, it's prepared in a particular way. So it's not just carved off from the pig yeah. and then here's bacon. It's, it's, there's something else that's typically done to it, which is why it's got that really salty. Yeah. It feels like there's a, like a texture thing yeah. to that for sure. What is it called, Doug? What do they do the bacon to process nitrate it isn't it nitrate well no it's like a, a brine lot. maybe yeah it's like they actually have to make it oh, into they, bacon they soak it they have for, to do something to it to yeah, make it bacon salt water. so that's what i was wondering i yeah. didn't know i didn't know that you kind of checked me when we were talking because yeah. I, I said something on the video and i didn't even i didn't realize i said it and you you came um, thank god for you you 
you covered it because I think, oh, <laughs> I was, we were talking about the pork and I would say it's not, it's grass finished. Oh yeah. yeah. Like the, cause we were talking about beef just earlier, right? Oh, oh right, yeah. No, they right. don't feed pigs uh, grass. Right, right. That's yeah. why I, 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 <laughs> I so they feed them everything. When you dude, corrected me right pigs. away, like I made that uh, connection, yeah. but we had just got done talking about the beef uh, and yeah. we we're talking about that. We were doing like one of those commercials yep. and talk about that being hell funny yeah. doing that commercial. So we did a commercial for, butcher. I've never grilled bacon either. Like I didn't know how that was going to go, <laughs> oh, dude. You yeah. should have seen. So we start the commercial off, right? So we did, we just did a commercial for uh butcher box and we just, Decided we're going to grill bacon uh, on one of those little, you know, like tail, yeah, little tailgate, you know, barbecue grill or whatever like that. You guys will see the video soon on YouTube. But anyways, we're doing the commercial, and I the whole time we're planning this, I'm like Taylor's organizing it, he's running it. Like Doug's, Doug's not even really like having to deal with what? much other, and I could see the look of concern. On Doug's face and me, as we're getting it all. <laughs> and me. You're, it's an open flame. There's gonna be smoke. We're yeah. in the studio, and I'm with Taylor. I'm like, was, fuck it, bro. We're gonna be fine. Uh, we're good. We're good. As long as, uh, yeah. let's just make sure the grease has got a place to go. Okay, we'll be all right. Yeah. We, worst case scenario, we can uh, open the doors. It was right? a video on. I'm uh, like, I might get burned. Yeah. You know, whatever. It was a video on. Uh, is, is on it, fat. Oh, fat. We yeah. talked about fat. That's yeah, what it yeah. was. We talked about fat, and then we. But, but it was to, like we were, you know, product placement because they're they're one of our sponsors now, and they're by the way, dude, that. The the barbecue we did at your house, yeah, with dude, the meat, phenomenal. I mean, I typically don't like, and I'm being honest here, uh, the taste of grass fed and finished beef. It, I mean, I'll eat it, but it doesn't. It just be honest. Well, talk, about that, talk about yeah, that. Talk about that. You eat it like talk to about be good. that first of all, because um, I remember this was a learning curve for me when I started even just starting to shop organic and buy organic foods way back when, and I didn't really. I figured if it was organic and it said grass fed, then it's it's grass fed, yeah. right? Yeah. I didn't know that there's a lot that they there's certain laws that allows them to mm -hmm. to say that, and, and they can still finish yeah. the. Finish we gave it grass once. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we gave it they grass. can still finish it and yeah. feed it Sprinkle grain it towards the end of its life. I don't know what the exact regulations are. But I don't I, know it either. I, but I know, I know they, they could, exist. I know they could switch their feed from grass to grain for the last I forgot X amount of time, Ooh. months, fatten them up for market. Well, here's the thing. So when when cattle is fed uh, primarily gra only grass, the fatty acid profile is a little, a little bit different. Right. And the meat tastes a little different. I don't know if you guys know this, but back it's in like the day, leaner. back in like the 60s and 70s, and I know this because my uncle told me this, or my cousin, I should say, told me this. He goes, back when, when we were buying beef at the grocery store in the 60s and 70s, the grain-fed beef was more expensive. But that's what people wanted because of the taste. taste right? Because of the marbling and the taste. Uh, yeah. He goes, it's so funny now that people want you know, grass fed, yeah. but it's the, it's the fatty acid profile is different. And typically if it's grass fed, how grass funny is that? I totally believe that's exactly <laughs> the, the, how the <laughs> yeah. mark, market would have dictated. Totally. That's so yeah. great. Totally. So, and, and grass finished means that the, what the, a trip. That's why right? we're at where we are, you know, like mm -hmm. that was what everybody wanted yeah. and that's what the market changed. into. Oh, okay. So what they'll do is they'll, they'll feed, uh, the cattle grass and then it's the last 90 to 160 days that they'll feed them grain. And the reason why they do this is Grain fattens them up differently. It creates different, again, different fatty acid profile, slightly different nutrient profile. And so the taste is a little bit different. And we like, people typically like the taste of grain fed or finished cattle. Now, here's the thing about ButcherBox. It's grass fed and grass finished. So it's like an organic, the highest quality you can get. Yeah. About a, if, you're, if you're into health, highest quality. However, 
when you were grilling, I'm like, well, let's see how the taste is. Yeah, yeah for, Dude, I was totally, I couldn't con- tell the difference. totally concerned of that. Yeah, I was concerned. Actually, I could, I could tell a little bit. I could tell a difference. You? Yeah, yeah, Just I could a tell bit. a difference. But I've this is not my first grass fed, grass finished. Well, yeah, I've, I've had the opposite. Yeah, so I've had like you know the super, uh, you know, gr- uh, grain fed, and then also like alternatively have had the the grass fed and it was like a stark stark contrast so this was like a very nice uh in between kind of a, a palette for that but dude okay so talking about burgers um i have to throw this in there because this almost made me lose uh my breakfast this morning dude this was horrible oh, no. <laughs> do you have to see so there's this company in in i think it's north carolina that uh i i don't know if this is a brilliant marketing move or if this is just like total clickbait or whatever but there's this challenge to eat a burger uh, with basically a big, huge, hairy spider on top. Whoa! Of it. Oh, I don't even want to see this, dude. dude yeah. <laughs> I don't want to see that. You see that shit? So you know what you win for eating this thing? A free burger. A t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna eat a tarantula Wait on a, a burger you for a t-shirt. To, you have to eat the spider too. Yeah, bro. Of course. What the? Yeah, they like season it and they leave the hair on it too. Okay. I'm like, at least take okay. care of the hair. Uh, I, Obviously, nobody in this room would do that for a T-shirt. Right. However, what is the minimum amount you could you Ooh. would take? To eat I don't. That do, I don't do good with. Like, I'm already kind of an arachnophobe, like just on a on a small level. Oh no! It's making dude. my mouth water right no, now. I, like I seriously, <laughs> it's already turning my I'm, stomach. I'm, I'm imagining ten bucks. I'm imagining biting <laughs> into bucks. it, like, and it crunches. Seriously, think about it. And then it comes to life. All you're of a sudden, the, I, I, you're the most likely to do it. Me? Yeah. Oh hell, I hate spiders. Hell. What does the butt taste like? That's probably like all the guts. It in explodes. There. Oh, 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 come on. That's so wrong. What's okay? So what's the minimum? Uh, what's the minimum you would take? Realistic, honestly, somebody walks in right now yeah. and says, "I will give you this much money." I think I think I have like a number for like shit that I think is that like not a big for me. shit that I think is not a big deal. Then shit's like uh, no, that would be really really rough for me. You know that's a that's a really really rough one for me. So I have to make a lot of it. Have to be serious money. Serious? serious? Yeah, serious money. Five grand wouldn't do it. No, you wouldn't need that for five grand. Fuck no, five really? grand. Come on, you can I, work a little hard one no, day, and make extra five grand. Come I'm imagining on, bro. it in my head right now. That's, that's to think. too too yeah. too low. Ten Fuck grand. That. Not even cl- you're not even close in my radar. That, wow. Yeah, yeah. No, it would be north of a hundred. Oh my, fifty G's. You wouldn't need that for Fuck fifty. G's? No, you would. See, that's what I said. You might. I, yeah, I would. That's not enough for what about you, Justin. <laughs> yeah, I don't grand. know. Fifties. I think that might be my threshold, dude. Anything less feels like, you know. Dude, 50 Gs? I could do without it. I could do that. Yeah, I'd wear, I'd clothespin my nose. I Can I blend it and drink that shit? No, you can't do that. No, you have That's, to chomp it. You got to chomp it. Can that. I use mayonnaise? Yeah. You got to eat the no. whole burger. Which I put mayonnaise it, on okay, it? well, what area of it are you going to start with? I would take this. You going ass first? You going fangs? I already know what I do. Oh, I'd fangs. Put, you know oh, what no. I'm saying? <laughs> I know what I do. And he's hairy. I, I would take the bun. Oh. I'm watching. I'm looking at the picture right now. And it's, oh. a, it's a bun. We need to send the show notes to Jackie. So you put this in. Oh, my God. You, there's a bun, a piece of lettuce, a burger. Don't know why they put the lettuce in there. And then there's a <laughs> massive spider that covers like most of the burger. <laughs> it's huge. And then the it's bun a huge is- huge tarantula. So oh. here's what I would do. I would take the bun- and I put it on top, and I crush it down as hard as I could, flatten that shit right, out. Try and like smash just, it. Just if together. you're allowed to do that. Yeah, then, I don't think you. I wouldn't it, allow you to do that if yeah, we're talking money. Yeah, if, if I gotta pay you uh, fifty, stop grand. changing the rules. <laughs> <laughs> He's like smashing it, trying to be like cheese. Yeah. Stop <laughs> fucking changing on, the rules man. here, dude. Oh. I'm, it's already too late. I already said fifty G's. I would smash that shit down. I'd have a big old glass of water, and I'd cook, 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 cook real fast. Oh. I'd take it like supplements. That's what I would do. Oh my god! You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What if you had to watch it move around first and be alive, and, ah! then, and then they killed oh. it and you had to eat it? Oh, oh, I don't care. As long as it's dead, I won't do it alive. Yeah, but you remember it moving around. 
Oh, you know what rip, I, mean? I don't care shit about its life. You think I feel bad? <laughs> Not oh, about oh, that. Man. Just like, oh no, like it just uh, uh, that image goes into your head while you're eating it. Oh, did <laughs> you guys all, know? I want. There's a Mexican restaurant in San Jose that serves tacos. So like you know, and they look pretty good with the, with the ground beef and all. And crickets, dead crickets, uh, dry crickets in San Jose. That's San Jose? Was yes. that the one that was posted on the forum? Yes, there's a place in San Jose. Dude. So guess what? Oh, it's like you're going. live. No, I think we should. It'll be like a challenge. I'll send that to Taylor. Ta- that'd be a I good would much YouTube rather video. eat that than I would a spider any oh, other week. No, yeah. That would be a good YouTube video, us eating no. a taco with crickets. Why are you signing us For free? I'm going to send it. man. We haven't been challenged or anything. Do it for the video. Do it for the views. I'm going to send it to uh. Taylor right now. You know if I send that to Taylor, he'll make us do it. Yeah, yeah, don't yeah. you dare. I don't want to do that. <laughs> That's it right there. What's it called? Mezcal? Mezcal? Where's it at? Look at that lady smiling. It's I mean, downtown me, on second. Just make sure you give me a couple oh, of shots San, of tequila. San Fernando. Can it's you look far, up the- it's not, for, it's not far from us. Yeah, no, it's down the street. Can you look up the- Does it have the menu? Of course they're not going to show the picture of the crickets and Oh, tacos. no. If you Google Mezcal restaurant cricket tacos- Right, but they're not going to advertise it on their website. It's probably yeah. on some yeah blog or something. Look at her. She's uh, the, the the lady on there so, so happy that she <laughs> is serving people. Oh, look. See? Right there. Yeah. Look at that shit. Oh. oh. Guess what I'm doing. With you guys on video? No, I don't know. Man. <laughs> yeah, I'm cool on that. You're, you're not gonna do it. God, man, you guys are such. I mean, I had a hard give time. Give me some tequila. I had a hard we'll time talk. doing the cricket, the cricket chips that we got oh, from that, Thrive. And, and you wouldn't oh, even know right. if we said anything, huh? You wouldn't, you wouldn't have known had we not said. <laughs> no, anything. it just Except it, the little legs sticking yeah, out your it's teeth. Just, yeah. It's just weird it being crunchy. You know, what, and I what, just imagine crickets being crunchy. What do you do when? What do you do when you eat a cricket chip and you see like a like a bug in there? Do you get mad? <laughs> like, oh bonus yeah. can yeah. you return it you know what i mean hey <laughs> no i want my money i know back. right oh it's <laughs> yeah. brilliant yeah. it's brilliant yeah because that was a big thing you got a food product and there's bugs in it yeah, well yeah. Pff, yeah how do you well, test- of course there's bugs in it that's a good question how do you how do you test for that because most of the time they have te- like, like the fda just gives them a pass <laughs> yeah right? it's just like <laughs> any insects in this yeah. fuck the whole thing like goes a, off just right? littered with cockroaches right <laughs> they're just oh. like hey man we're selling bugs that would be the hustle for a company like that oh that's the hustle. We could do it. Because crickets, I imagine crickets are more expensive to get than cockroaches. Everyone would give you cockroaches I would, I would for imagine free. so. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right? Yeah, no Co- multiply. Cockroach chips. Oh. So how funny is that? Cockroaches and crickets, I have no idea. I'm totally guessing. I'm right. sure have similar nutrition yeah, What's facts. the stigma? I'm sure they taste similar. That's what I'm right? saying. So what a hustle that would what be. If, what if, if I you're made, just an insect company yeah. by day and you go collect, instead of like killing the it's insects, you go gather them. It's because of how they live. Yeah. What a smart dirty business. Ass cockroaches. Could, we could totally just set, tell people, hey, we do free cockroach removal removal of your house. Yeah. And people be like, <laughs> no, thank you. You're the new exterminator. You're like, thank like, you. So, and we're getting free products. You know that Ka- people down the street. You know what Casey told me? Because they do, they do marketing for like insect people and stuff. He said, "You know what he insect told me? People, yeah, wait, we are exterminators. Exterminators. We are insect people. Bow to our leader. <laughs> Why weren't you there to save me earlier? I <laughs> They're like making all these weird mandible noises. No, but like the the hustle is to like uh, go and uh, and put eggs and shit at people's houses." Oh, go infest someone's house? Yes, infest oh, someone's house. Oh, that is the dirtiest thing I've ever yes. heard. Can I tell you something right now? Oh, that's there's, that there's few, And they call them up, hey, does anybody need a ex- what exterminator? What's wrong with people, dude? dude? Oh. There are few things that would make me like murder someone for reals. Like actually <laughs> kill someone. 
You infest my house with bugs? Yeah. yeah. You're going to get a beating. That's the same guy that walks around with a syringe giving people AIDS. You know what I mean? (laughs) Same guy. (laughs) Same same guy. That's a tough parallel. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. It's on the same level. Not as good of a metaphor. Uh, Just a little extreme with that one. Just as like, damn, Sal had a good metaphor. Yeah. I'm going to come up with I got to trumpet with this one. (laughs) Hey, guys, you know what traffic's like? No. It's like AIDS. Like, what? No, it's not. It's just like AIDS. I mean, all these T-cells trying to, you know. Oh my god! No. <laughs> <laughs> you went with it. You went with it. I'll go. I'll go. Stop, man. Justin. No. Stop right there. It's fine. No, that's fucked up. You know what else is fucked up? When you, because oh. uh, uh, my house got robbed years ago, right? So, th- which that, that by itself is fucked up. Oh, did you see the stat on the the rob the robbery thing on the that we talked about? <laughs> no, the, that, on the forum. Oh, 60 percent. Yeah, sixty forty. Get away. Sixty percent of, of bank robbers get away. <laughs> Fucking crazy. Not right? a bad that's why they never model. talk about it. Not, right? hey, look, hey, hold on a second. You can't. You can't talk. About I'm gonna show you guys some some math right now. The odds of starting a business and <laughs> Yeah, you're more successful. <laughs> you're actually better off rock getting your Dude, my mind, you, you said some things, Sal, right? That one blew, yeah. just blew my mind. Yeah. Yeah. If yeah. Your, your kid comes to you like, hey, yeah. dad, I want to yeah. take 50 grand. Yeah. What am I doing, dude? And I want to start a business. better success Go rate. rob a bank. Yeah. You're like, son, let me show you the stats. You're, you're, the, <laughs> your success rate's about 30%, yeah. and you're not even going to make that much like, money. Here's some movies. Here's point How break. would you like to double your percentage of success? And I know you'll be rich after. Impossible, you know. Like you gotta go rob a, do your homework. Go rob a bank. I isn't that know. isn't that fascinating though? I mean, I was so fascinated when I first heard that. You just I never thought that. Yeah, I, I figured they all got caught. I don't remember where I was going with. That. I was going to say something interesting. I don't remember. <laughs> I totally hijacked <laughs> him. Said, um, well, you said robbery, and, I, and that popped in my mind. Oh, my house. So after my house got broken into, yeah. uh, I uh, guess who comes to my door like three days later? Fucking alarm company. Hey, you know, there's been some break-ins in the neighborhood. Oh, shit. Oh, interesting. Now, I'm in a, I'm in a state of hypervigilance. So if you're a dad and your house gets broken into, do you have kids? You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I went, like, you're, you're a grizzly bear. Everybody's a suspect. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, I'm looking at like people walking by my house. I'm like, I'll oh, kick that motherfucker. Yeah. I am. Cra- I bought a crossbow. <laughs> what you I bought at? a sword. Yeah. It was ridiculous. A crossbow and so a sword. These kids, <laughs> who buys a yeah. crossbow, dude? Yeah. I love that. Who buys a crossbow? Yeah. Somebody who somebody who's thinking like, were you shit- like playing World of Warcraft huh? at the time or? No, I'm, okay. I'm I'm just thinking like that's a that's a gangster like, way to take I, someone out. Yeah, well, it's a good mur- it it's a good murder weapon. Yeah, they're yeah. gonna be able to trace it. Yeah, right? exactly. But you gotta go pull the fucking thing yeah. out of them. Plus, for zombie apocalypse, <laughs> you don't run out of bullets. You just get the so same one. Pull legendary it back out. status. Yeah. I watch. Uh, you know what's that? Do you have like a like a Robin Hood thing where you throw over your shoulder and you can keep your arrows? That's back for sex. That has that's nothing to do with crossbow. <laughs> but anyway, they come to my door and they're like, "Oh, you know, you interested?" And I'm looking. I'm like. You motherfucker! You came and did this to my house so you could sell me insurance or, or alarm company. Oh, yeah. fuck, dude! Um, oh, yeah, so you're, bad. You're on that level. Anyway, that's the worst. This quaz brought to you by Organifi. For those days you fall short on getting your organic veggies or whole food nutrition, Organifi fills the gap with laboratory-tested certified organic superfoods to help give your health and performance the added edge. Try Organifi totally risk-free for 60 days by going to Organifi.com. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com. And use the coupon code MINDPUMP for 20% off at checkout. Our first question is from Tristanator. How does cannabis affect your workouts and recovery? <laughs> well, I know what how it, it affects podcasts. What did what it, what it, uh, 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 Taylor respond to this question? Yeah. Higher yeah. reps? Oh, yeah. Higher. That's a, that <laughs> was a good line. You don't do more reps, but yeah. your reps are higher. Uh, that's for sure. Indeed, indeed. <laughs> Boom. Uh, so cannabis, that's an interesting one because the jury's kind of out still. And what I mean by that is so, statist- so the, the, there's been studies to show that cannabis reduces reaction time, 
power output and speed, but you also have a lot of athletes using cannabis for their training and some, and some people saying it's a performance enhancer. Now, one of the things about cannabis is painkiller, anti-inflammatory, but it also is a consciousness alterer. Now, if that's if you go too far and, and alter your consciousness too much and have too much cannabis, I can't imagine you succeeding at anything other than having strange conversations with your friends. Uh, so I don't think that's a good idea. But I think a little bit, because I've, I've read articles written by like high-level endurance runners and I've talked to people. You know, Our podcast lets us talk to all these high-performing athletes. And a lot of them will say when they're doing endurance uh, sports or they're doing things that are repetitive like – Running for miles or swimming or you know something that just like kind of kind of repetitive but not super high intensity but more moderate intensity but for long duration. I've heard a lot. They're of saying it works well. You guys uh, mentioned that it, it works well for them. I could see that because jujitsu can definitely turn not always but it can definitely turn into this moderate intensity like long duration endurance game, especially when you're high level and you're going against someone else at high level. It's like chess, and it's like you're definitely exerting yourself, but it's, you're flowing. You're going a little slower. You're conserving energy, and so I can see how cannabis may benefit something like that. And, and do you think it's possible to smoke too much and then blunt the recovery process at all? Uh, I, I think it'll reduce inflammation, but it may, as a result, reduce the signal. Right, that that muscle building signal, that adaptation mm. signal. Hmm. That's something that I'm thinking about. I know a lot of there's a lot of bodybuilders that use it this, post workout, right? Yeah, I, this is also one of those things too that I think it's it, it's going to be to each their own because we're so uniquely different with stuff like that. Just how how everything affects everybody's body a little bit different. Yeah, I mean, I don't have a really I don't I don't like using cannabis at all for anything to do with my training. Like it's I use it for other purposes. What about cardio or well, less like mobility? <laughs> I know, would say that that'd be the only oh, time I would think it'd be awesome. Mobility and stretching yeah. is a whole definitely. And performance answer for me. Just the little nuanced ways of moving your body, like, you know, under like a nice kind of low intensity feel mm-hmm. to it would be, I, I feel would be a good fit. Yeah, yeah no, I could see, I could see that. I could see sauna. I could see all those things. But when I think of workouts, I think of like training, right? Like yeah. I would, I would, I wouldn't want it for a high intensity yeah, training. Any, session, any sort no of training, way. like lifting, if I'm lifting weights, I'm not. Have I you would, guys tried it? In oh lifting? yeah, I have. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I had a buddy that when we were first getting in the cannabis industry, um, and remember I was like anti all that shit. So I wasn't using or trying any cannabis at all, you know, just 10 years ago or maybe 12, you know, and my buddy used to do it before he worked out. He loved it, but I, and I tried it because it made a couple times with him and I was just like, nah, it ain't for me, dude. I, I'm already such a focused person when I'm lifting. Like I totally tune everybody out. I've got my headphones on. Like I'm, I feel very connected to my body yeah, when I I'm, lift. Like I don't, I, I don't need any, I don't need any distractions mm-hmm. or anything that doesn't help that, that could pull away from that. Yeah, my it, mind trailing off like when you're high. It, you know, to me, it's like because uh, I've definitely tried it and and worked out, and I lose that hard power strength edge that I get when I work out. I. I, my, my mind might trail off a little bit. Um, now I've tried it with like focus sessions, mobility sessions, trigger sessions, low intensity, like going to the gym and get a good pump and a stretch and that kind of stuff. Then it works great. Like if you're going to the gym and you're going to go train at a, you're just going to try and squeeze the muscle, isolate it, stretch it, use machines and cables and that kind of stuff. Then you, you can, it's kind of cool because you, you're in this different space. But if I'm going to go after it, terrible. I've done it before, and it's like I can't push as hard. I, I'd rather have caffeine. Like for me, the ultimate mm-hmm. yeah. 
yeah. pre-workout, anything is a stimulant. Yeah, caffeine's great. Yeah, it's got to be a stimulant, right? Yeah. Because you go in and it just gives you that. It's that same, I mean, even that's why I listen to like really heavy music and yeah. I, I understand like what it does to me. And uh, it, it's just like, it puts you in that sort of state where you just like you can easily access that that sort of CNS response where you just like ah like mm-hmm. you can tighten up like and and I want that to kind of promote uh, you know moving heavy ass objects around so right. so, so your brain's some- almost halfway there already you know because yeah. being, yep, being yep. flooded with the music now here's something interesting about cannabis that I've, I'm starting to learn uh, relatively recently this is obviously a subject I love learning about and. So there's two cannabinoid receptors in the body. And cannabinoid receptors are where cannabinoids attach to. And cannabinoids are a particular class of molecule. And our body makes its own cannabinoids. So they're called endocannabinoids because they're in your body. One of them is called anandamide. But there's also phytocannabinoids, which are found in plants like cannabis. And they look similar and they fit like a key into uh, these uh, receptors. Now, the cool thing about these receptors, which I've I've talked about before, is these receptors, they're G-protein-coupled receptors, and and those kind of receptors are targeted by pharmaceutical companies typically because they, when you can activate them, they tell the cell to do something inside the cell. So they're a reliable type of cell that you want to target with with medicine. So like the opiate receptors, I believe, are, are, are these types of receptors. But the, the, the cannabinoid receptors are a version of these G-protein-coupled receptors that are one of the most, if not the most, abundant in the body. So it's literally everywhere. And we've identified two of them. They're CB1 and CBT receptors. And THC attaches to, I forgot which one of them, but those are the receptors that cannabinoids attach to. Now, here's the thing about CBD that's really interesting, because CBD is a cannabinoid in cannabis. And we know that CBD doesn't make you high. It's non-psychoactive, but it, it, it does have these medicinal effects. It does have anti-seizure effects. It's got, um, uh, it, it's pro, you know, neo, neogenesis. So it, it, uh, neurogenesis, I should say, excuse me, where the brain creates new, you know, brain cells. It's, um, it's, it's got all these positive benefits, but it doesn't make you high. Here's what's interesting about this. And I'm, I'm learning more about this, uh, more, uh, more recently it doesn't attach to the CB1 or the CBT receptor at all. So it actually doesn't attach to those, but what what it's doing is it's making your available endocannabinoids, uh, it's making them, or it's it's opening up more receptors, or it's increasing circulating levels of your natural, one of those two things, of your natural cannabinoids. So CBD is interesting because it doesn't affect the cannabinoid uh, uh, system in the sense that it doesn't attach to those receptors. It just increases or improves the way your body uses its own cannabinoids, which is kind of cool, right? So mm-hmm. something that I think is fascinating about that is if you're trying to go off of cannabis, you may start to feel uh, withdrawal because anytime you hammer on a receptor, the body adapts and will downregulate those receptors or reduce its own production of something similar. If you're trying to go off of cannabis, what you might want to do is just stick to CBD because that could make the transition so much better because it makes the system operate. Oh, so I think I think it would make sense the way you would taper off caffeine, like the sim- similar way. Yeah, I do that with my my cannabis because I I'll go and if I catch myself where it's been like weeks where I've been consistently smoking, then I'll just, and I I know and this is part of why I like uh, I like to and I know it's not the healthiest way to consume it, but why I like a joint is because I can see 
you know, I, I get relatively the same type of strains. I have a thing where I cycle through about six different types of strains and I will, you know, I, I bounce around. So I treat them the same way too. What that does, it keeps me from like mm-hmm. getting used to that strain. And so the same potency is kind of consistent no matter what. So, you know, like, oh, it normally takes me one hit to feel exactly. this way. Now it's taking me two or three, and then you know to start exactly. to taper down. And so then I yeah. lo- so then I look at it like that because that's all I need is like one, two, and I'm good, and it gives it kind of sets me at ease. There's I definitely can- a sweet spot. Oh, there is. Like when you go too much, it's not definitely not going to benefit anything. No, then you're just your then you're you're incredibly high. You can even get headaches from it, you know. Yeah. And then you're also just pushing it up there. I think ruined. you get a, you get adapted to it faster. Mm-hmm. And then now, now you have to smoke a whole joint, or yeah. and you're smoking all the time just to feel that feel that same feeling. It's like no. So here's something. Something else interesting about cannabis, since we're talking about workouts, recovery, and all that, cannabis has been strongly uh, connected to now in several studies with lower body fat percentage and lower fasting glucose. So there's pharmaceutical companies right now, GW Pharmaceutical is one of them. Making fat burners? Well, no, well, they're they're investing in studying cannabinoids and as potential treatments for diabetes or pre-diabetes. But yeah, decreased fat, or excuse me, increased fat loss, or people are leaner when they have you know, cannabis, or at least it's connected. And they think it has to do with uh, the body, improving the way the body utilizes insulin hmm. or utilizes sugar, making you more insulin sensitive. This may be why it's hmm. good for the brain in some ways as well, because it, it, yeah. it, they're showing that there's also, it prevents things like Alzheimer's. So it sounds like a big commercial for cannabis. I know. Here's the reality. Uh, it's going to be an individual thing and you can definitely use too much cannabis and too much cannabis is more, is that that amount is more than you, is Less than you think. A lot of people are like, oh, I don't have it every single day, and I only have it you know, four or five days a week. That's probably too much for most people, right. uh, to be honest. So, right. mm-hmm. so look at it that way. Next question is from Jazzasaur. Is it possible? <laughs> <laughs> New favorite name. <laughs> I'm just picturing it right now. <laughs> I'm a Jazzasaur. Yeah. Is Sorry. it possible to keep or build muscle by adding more rest days and decreasing volume for a while after having overreached? Ooh, that's a really good question. It is. Have yeah. you guys ever experienced where you're, you're training real hard, super consistent, then you like go on a trip for like four or five days? Oh, yeah. You come back to the gym, you're like, oh, man, I'm going to be so weak, and then you're stronger? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's a good sign that you were doing too much before. Oh, yeah, 100%. Right. I, I, but this is, <clears throat> I mean, if you're gonna if you're going to decrease volume to... I, I think you not only are not going to build muscle, but you're probably going to see you're going to you're going to atrophy a bit. It's just inevitable. I mean, you're you had you had got your body adapted to taking on that much volume, and therefore it responded and built all this muscle. Now you realize you're overreaching, and now you try to back it out. Well, yeah, you're gonna it's you're gonna def- it's like what we tell people that need to lose weight, like and they, they've been they've been hammering their metabolism for something. It's like. Yeah, six months is going to go by, and you're you're not going to lose any weight. Like it's just, and this is it's unfortunate to hear this, but yeah, it's inevitable you're going to lose it. I think if they're overtrained, then they'll they'll, they'll, they'll that'll be that'll be where they can build muscle. If they're yeah. so overtrained, that's the only situation yeah. I feel like this is applicable towards. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and they're saying overreaching, which I'm assuming that you know I know that term's been thrown around like overtraining. I look, I've experienced this. I remember specifically where I would follow a routine. Look, I'll tell you what. Here's a great story. The first kinds of workouts that I did as a kid when I started lifting weights were the ones that I pulled from Arnold Schwarzenegger's Encyclopedia of Bodybuilding. And Arnold put in the back of that a beginner 
routine, intermediate routine, and then his championship routine that he did when he was competing as Olympia. Now, which one do you think I picked <laughs> to do? <laughs> right? I did hmm. Arnold's routine. And Arnold's routine was a double split routine. He that means he trained some body parts in the AM, some in the in the PM, and he hit the whole body three days a week, and every body part got between fifteen to twenty sets per workout. Okay. So think about that That's for a second. So much volume, okay? dude. And I did <laughs> and I did that, by the way. You just I would, lived in the gym. Bro, I no, I, I was in my backyard. Your backyard I would, yeah. I, yep. I would go lift after school and then I'd lift again before bed. So I do this double split like that, right? So it was like two or three o'clock and then again at like eight or nine o'clock at night and I'd take shakes and do the whole thing. And I got some results because I was a beginner and I'm a, you know, 14, 15, 16 year old kid. But then my body just plateaued hard, like no more progress. I wasn't super muscular. I think I gained like 10 or 12 pounds on it and, and that was pretty much it and nothing else was happening. Then I started reading about this bodybuilder who competed against Arnold in the 1980 Mr. Olympia and they had this whole controversy but part of the controversy was this particular bodybuilder who seemed very intelligent, his name was Mike Mensor, Mike Mensor, excuse me. He, the reason why it was controversial is because his training was so different from Arnold. So Arnold came from the high volume, high frequency, like ridiculous recovery ability, you know, bombard your muscles with all kinds of sets and angles mentality. And Mike Mensor was one exercise to super ultimate failure and beyond per body part once per week and that's it. Mm. So his workout was literally, you know, if I'm doing chest, you know, a chest exercise today, I do one set, I go to crazy failure, throw in some partials or some force reps and that's it. And I don't do anything else and I wait till the next week. So different. And Mike Menser, he looked super muscular. His brother Ray Menser was super muscular and crazy and they followed these workouts and they were promoted by Arthur Jones, who was the creator of Nautilus Equipment. He showed Casey Viator making all these. So it was, it was a whole marketing, like who's going to win this marketing war. So I bought Heavy Duty, which was the book that Menser wrote. And I followed that routine where I did one set to failure per body part. And I grew. I, I gained like five to seven pounds of muscle in a very short period of time and I know why that happened. It's because it was a totally different stimulus. It was I was overtrained to fuck before, mm -hmm. and my intensity was higher than it was before. And of course, my body plateaued on that as well because there's a little bit of truth in each of them. Yeah, yeah, rest this, is another variable in a sense. Yes. If you want to stack them all together in these acute variables, whether it really matters, intensity, volume, whatever. It really matters how this person built up that volume too, dude. If this is somebody who's like I, I'm picturing like the competitor or somebody who's been training for a long time and built up all that volume and then you realize that you've probably been overtraining your body and you step back initially most people are going to see you're going to you're going to see some atrophy you're going to step down because you've decreased the volume so much and your body was so adapted and accustomed to that that you'll see but you'll take you know, three steps back to take four steps forward. You know what I'm saying? Like, Have you so, ever done that though? You've never done that where you you've backed off a little bit and you're like, whoa, I got I got more growth because I was doing too much before. Yeah, and I have. Yeah. I, I have. I think there's I think there's cases of that, but I think there's also I think it's it's important to mentally prepare yourself that that's not your goal at that yeah. moment. Is yeah. your goal is that I'm not changing? Like you might have been as a key young teenage boy, but if you're somebody who's putting this together, that oh my god, I'm probably hammering myself too much. I need to back off a little bit. Like yeah. you need to back off regardless if it you lose a tiny bit of muscle well, you know, here's along a good the way because it'll benefit you long term. Well, here's a good example. It's like the time, it's like when I learned not to go to failure. I decreased my intensity a little bit and pff, I got muscle. You know what I mean? So I wasn't going as hard as I was before, which theoretically you would think, oh, you're going to lose muscle. But instead, I gained muscle. I think that there is a right amount of volume and frequency and intensity. 
And whatever that right amount is, is extremely individual from person to person. Yeah, exactly. There's general, you know, I can generally say the average person should hit their entire body between two to four days a week. Okay. Four days being this like great recovery ability, decent genetics, been training for a while. Two days a week, probably the closer to beginner, intermediate type of person. I think total volume for the week, you know, I think anywhere between six sets per body part all the way up as high as like 30 sets per body part for the whole week, you know? So, and we can do this, all, you know, all the way down. So I think you got to figure out what that number is. But I also think that that number changes as your circumstances change and as your body yeah. changes too, right? Mm. Like, you know, if you're, if you're all super hard in your training and you're, doing all this volume, but now you're not sleeping as much because you have a new baby, uh, you'll you'll probably do better by doing less because your body can't handle as much. Next question is from Michael Salzel. Does hitting legs actually inadvertently help you grow your upper body? That used to be like something that used to have been said all the time when we were in the gym when we were younger. I remember saying, saying hearing guys say that, like, oh, man, you need to squat if you want to increase your bench. I got to hear a guy say that, like, oh, yeah, you want to get a better bench, you got to squat more. And I'd be like, hmm. shaking my head, like, wait a second. <laughs> yeah. how, does, how does that work? That doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. I, so um, there's a. Uh, there's an, Isn't uh, it the law of radiation, irradiation? Dude, I, I don't know if that's the law that, we're, that would talk about that. Um, mm. I know that that, in terms of, um, like, you'll be stronger. In terms of recruitment, but yes. yeah, not, yeah. Not, not necessarily in terms of muscle yeah. development. But, but could that contribute to, it to, could, to growth? In, in some maybe small form. There's a localized. Well, that, that's why I think it, it, it does. Yeah. I think it does. Yeah. Part of it. it. Yeah, I think it, that's why it's an old kind of wise tale that's been set in the gym for a really long time that doesn't make a lot of sense at first glance. Yeah. But the deeper you the deeper you dive into it, I mean, I'm sure I remember when I really, really started training my legs. Overall, I gained everywhere. Mm -hmm. You know, eventually, like it was, wasn't like this. Oh, I started squatting. Now my bench all started going up. It was just like, no, I was kind of stuck in a weight and a strength on on all my muscle groups for a while, and then I started to put a lot of energy and focus into building like a, a really strong base, and then I watched everything else go up. Yeah. There, I mean, so there's there's two things that well, there's a lot of things, but there's two main things here that happen when you work out uh, with weights. There's a localized anabolic effect and then there's a uh just a, a like a systemic uh anabolic effect or non-localized in other words through the whole body so if i work out my bicep really really hard the majority of the adaptation the majority of the anabolic effect is going to be on the bicep yeah but there also is this body this across the your whole cascading body effect. yeah, yeah. The, this the systemic effect that happens uh, in the entire body that's, that is anabolic and makes everything kind of want to grow a little bit or everything kind of want to build a little bit. Now, the legs represent fully half of your body. So it's I use the bicep as an example, but you know if I didn't hit my biceps, would it make a huge difference on the rest of my body? I mean, I'm sure if we had like super sensitive, like high-tech equipment, we maybe can see something, but probably not going to make that big of a difference. Your legs... Oh yeah, that's half your body. Yeah. That sends a big yeah. com in comparison. Yeah, in comparison, it's a it's a not to mention a signal. lot of the exercises that are staple movements for building your legs also have a lot of carryover into other mm -hmm. muscles too. So you're getting the frequency aspect of you know if you you get under and you barbell squat 200, 300 plus pounds, yeah. you get the work on your core, your back, your traps, your shoulders, right. you're your still forearms. Resisting, you're resisting yeah. load uh, behind your back, dude. So I remember your arms are contributing. 
breathing and your chest is trying to present itself up, you know, so you are contracting. Yeah. And I mean, and that plays right into the frequency theory that of just making sure, I mean, those muscles are getting activated and at a, at a intense level with a, a major amount of load, you don't think that stimulate. Oh, I remember the difference in my calves. Like when my fucking tiny calves went from, you know, worse to less worse. When I started squatting, I wasn't even adding any more volume or any more frequency to my calf training, but just because I started squatting more and because th- that's what's grounding me and that's having to stabilize and right. I'm, you're stretching it as you get yeah. into a really deep you're squat. absorbing a lot of those yeah. forces. That's, yeah. the, that's the word I was looking for. There's a local effect and there's a global effect. And the mm-hmm. local effect is the target area that you're training. The global effect is affecting everything else in your body. And your legs represent such a large mass and you're not talking about one body part you're talking about all of the largest body parts on your body your quads your hamstrings and your glutes are huge the only other muscle that can compare in size would be maybe your lats and that's pretty much it but in terms of sheer size i mean it's it's just so much so you train them you get a local effect which is on your legs but then you get this relatively large global effect in the whole body because you're you're working out half of your body mm-hmm. with resistance i i had a summer it was the summer after sixty nine. Uh, I think it was. Yeah. It was from. Let's see. It might have been sophomore to junior year, or freshman to sophomore. It was one of those two. But that summer, I I said I'm going to put on as much muscle mass as I possibly can. And I was going to the YMCA, and I'd already been working out for a while. So it must have had to have been sophomore to, to junior. I'd already been working out for a while, but I had actually made. I had I'd met some powerlifters who sh- who taught me how to squat and deadlift. And I remember them telling me, like, dude, you want to gain weight? Like, you're not squatting. You're, you're an idiot. And these guys were all massive. So I'm like, totally going to squat and deadlift. I gained that summer. This is for a – how old are you from sophomore to junior year? 16, maybe? Yeah. I gained mm-hmm. seven, six, 16 or 17 pounds on my body, yeah. which is a shit ton of weight um, to gain in a summer. Right. Natural. Yeah. It was insane. And, it, and everything blew up. <laughs> so my legs – a lot of that weight was in my legs. And you guys know that my legs uh, – the one genetically gifted body part I have is my 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 upper thighs. But I remember my shoulders grew, my biceps grew, my chest grew. Yeah, everything grew. Really that, tripped same me thing out. happened to me when I started doing team morning workouts my junior year of high school and I gained like 10, 15 pounds of muscle just out of nowhere. <laughs> and I'm like, it's just I mean, such a loud signal you're sending to your body that we need to overcome these forces. Oh, know? I I would argue that somebody who did nothing but like barbell squatted all the time and ju- every single day of their life just barbells that mu- they would have a very muscular body have a all, physique. all the way around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who would they have would, the who would have the more who would have the more muscular body? The guy who only deadlifted or the guy that only squatted? Oh, for sure squatting. You think so? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, probably. Be, yeah, yeah. I probably. mean, uh, oh, no, yeah. no chest, you know. Well, I don't know. Maybe there would be with the deadlift. I felt like there was a jab to Sal when you did yeah, that. Yeah, he looked at me like, <laughs> like, this motherfucker. I didn't even think of that, dude. Uh, <laughs> like, right, right, Sal, right? Yeah. <laughs> Sal whipped his head around. I thought, oh, dude, that was a jab. Uh, right there. Was, that a, was that a deadlifting jab? He always talks about know, that, That's like a subliminal one, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> a little that wasn't slip. even, yeah. Wow, I'll own it. I will own that. You mean... Mean guy. <laughs> Next question is from Bridget Donahue. What is health? How do you know if you're healthy? Can you be too healthy? <laughs> I don't. I don't know what that last part means. But yeah, I don't know if you can be too, too healthy. You know healthy. what? So when I, I think read, you can be too neurotic like, about being healthy, healthy. For I sure. think, and that can be and that's unhealthy. mentally unhealthy. Yeah, so yeah. I can make that argument. But then oh, again, yeah. you're not healthy is overall right. That's, you're mentally unhealthy. That's why it's like a total philosophical question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a conundrum. What What is health? It's like, here, what is time? Here's yeah. the thing. 
to, when I if I were to define health, because yeah, you could define it and say, oh, it means you're you know free of sickness or you have good lipid you know panels or you're mobile or you're strong or whatever. The way I I would would look at health is is your quality of life excellent? Like, do, would you consider your quality of life mm-hmm. fulfilling, meaningful? Uh, something that you would consider like truly optimal health for yourself. Well, then now you've you've hit that pinnacle, and that's different from person to person. Like for me, you know, maybe rarely ever enjoying you know sweets or pizza or foods like that. Um, maybe for me that's optimal health because for me that's my best quality of life. But someone else may value those things so much that they're like, you know, I'm not going to walk around at 10% body fat, or I'm I'm gonna hold a little bit more body fat. And I know it's not the greatest It has everything health, to do with it. your value. It, it has, has everything to. to how you put value on it. You right? have to. Because if you could look at somebody who is neurotic and is, you know, only eats organic food all the time and that they never go outside those boundaries and you may look at them and be like, oh my God, that's so unhealthy because mentally how neurotic you have to be there. But maybe that person values- And they love it. And they absolutely love it because maybe to them, when they eat like that, their body, they sleep better, their sex is better, their relationships are better. All these things are so much better in their life. And they look at it like that is not even a sacrifice to me. It's how I want to feed my body. So who are we now on the other side of that? You might be somebody who's like, I fucking love every once in a while to go have a beer with my buddy. Every once in a while, I like to have some cake. Every once in a while, I like to do some things like that and not feel guilty about it. And I, that's part of being mentally healthy for me, even though it may not be serving my body at that moment. Like I think it's all about who, I, and this is going to be individual and different for every. Yeah, human being. I think with health, you have physical health. What that's that's kind of easy um, to, to quantify, right? Like I, we could say like mobility. Some enough strength to do what you want to, right. right? So you don't need to be super strong, but if you like to lift heavy things, maybe you should be. Um, but strong enough to 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 you know ward off, you know osteoporosis, or strong enough to do what you want to do. Right. Uh, you want to have endurance or stamina enough to do what you want to do. Um, you need to have you, you know obviously, everything working inside you correctly. Yeah, yeah. yeah organs got to be healthy, all that stuff. That's easy. And then there's mental health. Like, are you free from mental illness, anxiety, paranoias? Are you generally um, you know, do you have a nice balance of happiness with, you know, maybe some normal sadness? Can you process things well? But then there's another component that I really only now I'm really starting to see the power of, and that's uh, spiritual health. Now, spiritual health, I think, can mean a lot of different things for people. It could be like the modern, you know, the modern religious, you know, people that would be who are the ones with the crystals and the they don't say God anymore. And like nobody's like God help me. It's like the universe no, no, help no, me. No, I'm yeah. spiritual. Yeah, they they say the universe a yeah, lot. Right. Yeah, right. Or you know, or you know, people who are you know religious or people who just they go on hikes and they sit and they admire the 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 wonder and the awe of nature. Whatever that spiritual health, I'm starting to realize is. It's like you have to have that is a very important part of your health, just like the mental and physical part. But and it's not mental. I used to think it was kind of mental health, but it's not. Mental health is totally different. It's it's spiritual health is what gives meaning, purpose. It gives meaning and purpose to everything. It's the purpose to everything. Totally, totally. And if you have all three of those, and all three of those have a good quality for you, I would say you can consider yourself in in good health. I think if one of those things is off. You know, you may be like super physically fit, super physically healthy, but you're neurotic, like you said, Adam, about nutrition. Your mental health isn't isn't so good. Right. Or maybe you've got great mental health, you've got great physical health, but life is just you don't know why it feels like it's black and white or it's it's gray. It doesn't feel like it's this 
Like you're not le- leading every day thinking like there's this purpose or this meaning. Well, then you know that there's a spiritual side there that you may be missing. And then the physical one, that's super easy, right? I agree with that. You can go to the doctor, mm-hmm. get tested, or you know, notice your own movement or stuff is painful. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. And I think if you focus on those things, and really the only way to focus on those and understand those is to consider yourself someone worthy of you know, quality in those types of things. If you don't think you're worthy of the quality of of good quality of those factors, then you're, it's going to be hard to ever reach them because all of those require sacrifice. Like if you want good physical health, it's going to require sacrifice. It's going to require sacrificing expediency, mm-hmm. uh, sacrificing, you know, sometimes the now and the Temporary present. Temporary discomfort, you yeah. know, lifting weights, you know, all, all these things all, factor in. All that mental, that's also going to require, um, you know, sacrifice. If you want good mental health, you have to sacrifice because at the moment I may be sad or depressed, like my, my parent must die, you know, just died or I just got divorced or something terrible happened. I lost my job. Well, um, I could just say, I'm going to take drugs. I'm just going to take a bunch of drugs, feel happy. Or if I, if I have that mental health, I can say, well, that's probably not going to benefit me. I'm going to process this. I'm going to let my mind heal. I'm going to think about things. So you have, that requires some sacrifice. And then spiritual, you know, spiritual sacrifice. So if you don't consider yourself a person worthy of, you know, that kind of work, because it takes work, then it'll never happen. If you consider yourself someone that's worthy of those types of things, like I'm somebody that is worth sacrificing for, well, then you, then health is, is, you know, in your future, good health, good total health is in your future. Agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you go to our show notes, you can see all of our episodes uh, listed by the minute, pretty much. So you know what we're talking about. If you want to fast forward, rewind, whatever. When did you know Adam make that joke or Justin make that scientific fact? Say what? Uh, go to. You can see it on the show notes. I see that jab back. And go. <laughs> you like that? And and cl- and see the time stamp and go find that part of the episode. It's on mindpumpmedia.com. And it's under the podcast uh, section of the tab. Thank you for listening to Mind Pump. If your goal is to build and shape your body, dramatically improve your health and energy, and maximize your overall performance, check out our discounted RGB Super Bundle at mindpumpmedia.com. The RGB Super Bundle includes MAPS Anabolic, MAPS Performance, and MAPS Aesthetic. Nine months of phased expert exercise programming designed by Sal, Adam, and Justin to systematically transform the way your body looks, feels, and performs. With detailed workout blueprints and over 200 videos, the RGB Super Bundle is like having Sal, Adam, and Justin as your own personal trainers, but at a fraction of the price. The RGB Super Bundle has a full 30-day money-back guarantee, and you can get it now plus other valuable free resources at mindpumpmedia.com. If you enjoy this show, please share the love by leaving us a five-star rating and review on iTunes and by introducing Mind Pump to your friends and family. We thank you for your support, and until next time, this is Mind Pump.